What's up? Marine Barbarians Podcast, episode 14? I think it's 14, yeah. 14. We are uh, <clears throat> at my house in my parlor without Strem. So we're at Taryn's house. Yeah. We I'm couldn't. Billy. Oh, yeah. That's Billy. I'm Taryn. Hopefully, you've listened to some episodes before and know who we are. Anyway, Strem's not here. We don't remember why. Yeah. On account of the drugs, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> or he never told us. That's my theory. Too. Yeah, I don't even remember. Give myself the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if he ever actually said why. We knew he wouldn't be here though. So Billy came over. We went for six mile run. Yeah, I okay. ran like five point nine. Billy ran six point one. Yeah, yeah. I did a, a lap. And, uh, did you not hear me? I heard you, but I was like, like, I was done it. running, dude. Yeah. I was like, what? I can, I can live with myself running five point nine miles. Yeah, no, I, you couldn't. Yeah, it's like a mental thing. Yeah, you're like, I, yeah. I had to get six miles. Yeah, it didn't bother me, so that's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good little run through Schmeekly, little nature reserve. It's got a cool pond. Saw a bunch of deer, some fawns, a couple yeah, of cranes. Yeah, a ton of deer. We yeah, we deer. probably saw at least like six, maybe even eight. Yeah, at least yeah, quite a few. Only one buck, though. One little buck that was bedded down. But it was good. Yeah, good run. Um, kind of a slower pace. Billy hadn't run in a week, so we yeah. kind of... I definitely have to start stepping it up because you can tell you're, like, way, way, like, outpacing me right now. Like, you're, I'm, like, yeah. slowing you down, I feel like. And yeah, I think I, it's it is 100% just because I, like, haven't been running. Enough. Yeah. I've been, like, doing the Stairmaster, telling myself that's good enough, and it's not fucking good. So. Yeah, it's the, the consistency. So. Yeah, hopefully I'm gonna. <clears throat> not hopefully, this week, I'm adding in two more runs a week. Cause I realized today, during our first three miles, that if I feel like that for the first three or four miles of the half marathon, I it's gonna be rough. Just like mentally, like that's gonna like I know what that would feel like, and not knowing I've got ten more miles to go. So. Well, that's good. That's good to find that out because otherwise you would have yeah. just gotten even maybe even like further out of. Right, yeah, just that, let myself go. Like and and, then, and then we're like a month out and I like I'm running like two miles. And that's like yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to start doing yeah. that. Figuring that out the sooner the better. Yeah, and I'm also going to not really worry about what I weigh. Like I've been really trying to stay at like 190. So oh, I'm concerned okay. about like losing weight and I'm just going to be like if I lose weight running for this – Oh well, it's only a couple months, and then I'll be able to start like eating again in fall and yeah, put it back on. So yeah. wouldn't worry about it. But yeah, yeah, not that it's a big deal. We were talking about what to do for the podcast since it's just us, and last time we talked about stuff that Strem knew about, and so he really wanted to chime in. So he said he was it was killing him listening to the podcast. So we we're thinking that me and Billy would just fucking. Just talk and just fucking kind of get to know each other better because honestly, like, we've really only started hanging out like a year ago and it's about maybe once a week we went on the camping trip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't. Yeah. Well, we have a little history together in the past, but not a ton. Right. And, and then some, we lost some touch. Really right. Yeah, so. Yeah, because I've been friends with Strem, like, good friends with him at least since my senior year of high school. It might have even been my junior year. Like, we've been pretty close friends. We've always stayed in touch. So, we've always known what's going on with him and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you like you were a freshman when I was a senior. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I remember that um, Dell's wrestling camp, like dual meet thing. Yeah. I remember you being Going there for that. Freshman year. Dude, that was yeah yeah the summer before that school year. 
Yeah, that was fun. That was like three nights and three days in the Dells at a fucking water park resort. And then we did, it was like a, it was like seminars in the morning and then you had, a, I think you had a break and then it was like dual meets in the evening. Right. That yeah. was, that was like the yeah. schedule. Yep. That was the schedule. And there was some tough ass teams there too. I yeah. There's teams from like Iowa and shit. I mean, yeah, it was, it was really, Illinois sent a couple of really, really tough teams. Yeah. That's like super valuable to, cause if you think about somebody who only wrestles in their town for their whole career, I mean, they likely have the same one through four training partners. Like, you know what I mean? You probably see the same guy for your whole wrestling career because you're yeah. probably about the same weight that whole time. Yeah. So, Especially in a town like Stevens Point. Yeah. So you know them. You know, you know, if you guys are both only going to wrestling practice, you're all learning only the same stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas you go and do something like that in the Dells for three days – wrestling teams from Iowa and all over the fucking place where yeah, you're seeing all different kinds of techniques and moves and shit. And yeah. And just so much different coaching and yeah, you're experiencing everything. so much more. Yeah. And then you come back and, and you know, even just knowing one thing from that camp you, that might make you more dominant, just like even in your own wrestling room. So yeah, just learning like even one thing would, could set you apart. Yeah. And the cool thing for me, like that I always like, what I liked about those camps and like they're like in wrestling in general, I guess like one of the big things I learned is like, you know, if you like, you kind of have to like set the pace for your own, like, um, like progress, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you get, you get put a schedule and stick to it. And like when you're in there, you got to like do you like do everything you can to like be focused and make use of the time. And like, if you're new and learning, like the best way to do that is to put yourself around the people that are like way, you know what I mean? Like that's what you want to do when you go to a camp like that is to be around teams that are like fucking studs. And not only are yeah. you wrestling them, but you're training right next to them. Right. So you see how they train. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Any kind of experience you can get outside of, you know, a small town or whatever mm-hmm. is so valuable. Yeah. Well, even if it's like, it's just like <clears throat> central Wisconsin, like I know like obviously I'm, I coach in, you know, in town and like we usually go to like the same like five or six tournaments. You know what I mean? It's all mm-hmm. essentials. Like where we're at kind of that same vicinity within like, you know, 50 miles. Yeah. So to like, you know, kids will go and like wrestle the whole like regular folk style season mm-hmm. and you know, there'll be this kid and that kid that they like, you know, kind of like, really competitive with and they know who they're beating and they know who they're losing to. And it's like, you know, maybe just like the postseason they're going to regionals. And then like some kid comes up from, you know, comes over from like, you know, a couple hundred miles away, 150 miles away to like, it comes here. Yeah. To the, you know, cause there's like, you can go to any of them at that age versus yeah. like, you know, it has to be a regional thing. So it's kind of <clears> open and it's like, he just comes out of nowhere and like, it's like, Whoa where this kid come from he's just a buzzsaw compared to like everyone in the area yeah or maybe where he comes from he was running from two other guys because he knew he wasn't even gonna get through there yeah that is crazy about that it's yeah it's all about just getting as many different like exposure different, yeah yeah go getting different partners and going to different programs and yeah, it's yeah. just experiencing as much as you can that yeah. for sure sets you apart but definitely wrestling i think is one of the ultimate get out of it what you put in i mean you can put in the like i i didn't really start wrestling until my sophomore year i wrestled in first grade and in fifth grade so that's like 
uh, it's like two weeks of wrestling practice and one city tournament, right? Is it even two weeks? I don't remember how long that pro. I think, it's, it, I think it's like a month, yeah. but it it wasn't. It wasn't maybe like three weeks. I think it's probably like three weeks. Whatever but, it is, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was like, only yeah, like a little bit, and it was like super minimal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't, you know. So sophomore year is when I actually like started wrestling, and uh, like the difference between that and my senior year was just like insane because I put in all the work. I only wrestled, which I guess I know now that you're supposed to be a multi-sport athlete, so you, you just get better in all sports. I was like, yeah, why don't I just focus on one? That was all I wanted to do was wrestle. I was too small for football. Like, the fuck else I wanted to do? Yeah, I didn't, didn't want to fucking like cross country. So, yeah, I was like, man, like, let me just – I'm just going to focus on this. And so I did. And so um, fucking Teddy Kiefer, he would take me and Tyler all over the state during the off season, all summer long. We'd Like, every weekend, we'd go fucking somewhere. Like, I don't know. It was, it was super fucking cool that he was – like that, like yeah. just so chill out. Cause me and Tyler were always close. Like I um, took one nineteen my senior year, and so he had to wrestle at one twenty five. I don't think he really minded, cause obviously then he had didn't have to cut as much weight. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I we wrestled off for that, and then didn't wrestle off for twenty five. So it was like, yeah. I don't know. I secured nineteen from him, but anyway. That, I guess that's not that important, but I'm pretty high. But yeah, <laughs> me and him were always really close. We were like the same weight. We wrestled off for the same fucking weight class. Yeah. Um. So it was cool that his dad would like would take us, like take me with him. You know. Like, yeah. He, he didn't care. Were, yeah. You guys could like go and like better. train together and like go and wrestle little tournaments and shit like that. Yeah. There's a lot, definitely a lot of stuff to do like in the off season. There's yeah. A ton of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure he wanted his kid's practice partner to be as good as possible too. So. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like if you two go to these go to that shit and like start to you know because like. When, you know, like when you when you go to that stuff together and you like learn training that together, it's not yeah. like one of you just brings it back. It's like both of you bring it back. And we had a good every year that I was up there. Like we had an intense fucking room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we really always did. There were some days, you know, where we were like fucking off and like just distracted, <laughs> but that's normal. And especially, you know, especially yeah. after like, you know, we went hard that season. We were like dramatically. In classic wrestling style, like old school wrestling style. Which season? Like, like my freshman year. Your freshman year? Oh, your senior, my senior year. year. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I was, like, I was like, year, I was really big. My bad. Okay, that year? Yeah, no, that was the year because the year before that, it was like Joey Matthew and fucking Ex's sister, Gabby Klein. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck else we had for seniors. Um, TJ Teagues. Like, I don't know, they were people who had all been wrestling their whole lives, and they were, like, just kind of over. Like, they were really good, so it was kind of boring, because they just done it their whole lives, and so they were, like, almost looking for a way out, and then they were kind of bored at practice. So they didn't take it. That's I mean, I don't know. I'm making an assumption here. That, yeah. I, mean, I, could, I could have it totally yeah, wrong. Or maybe they were just, like, doing it because they had done it their whole lives, and it wasn't really that important to them. So yeah. Like, yeah. So it, there was, like, it, the tone was not very serious. Like, yeah. Like, there was a lot of fucking off, like, a lot of you know, playing kill ball instead of fucking practicing and shit like that. Like, whatever. And, like, I mean, it was fun. It was just, it just, we weren't very focused, I guess. Um, so then, like, my senior year, like, that was the kind of thing. Like, I, I was co-captain with, like, Skiba. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then... Uh, was it TJ Angle? TJ Angle, yep. Josh Laskowski might have been. Maybe not. He was just maybe he was just a senior with me, so I'm thinking of him. But yeah, so yeah, it was probably T.J. Angle, Skiba, and me. 
at least most of the season. At least the part I remember. Maybe I'll remember the part when I was a co-captain, but I think I was the whole no, time. No, th- I'm pretty sure you were the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, Nick. Nick Malski was, too. Think so? Yeah. Nick definitely was. Um, yeah, no, and I got that captain position because I was putting in work in the off season. King would open up the – that was the first year they had that weight room. They, like, fucking expanded weight room. Mm-hmm. First year they had that, and that summer going into my senior year, um, they would offer to open it up. I don't remember, maybe three days a week to anyone that wanted to go. And I went to every I, – maybe I missed, like, a couple, but I'm almost positive I went to every single one. It was, like, whatever, six in the morning during the summer. But I fucking went to every one of those. I would bring people. I'd bring Cassius, Cassius Afanje. Mm-hmm. I would bring him a lot of times. Um, Paul, oh, not Paul, the fucking Phil, Phil Schultz. He would show up a lot of time. He liked working out. He was a cross country runner in Chile. He was just yeah, he, he was in He had some freakish genetics, dude. He was, yeah, he was shredded dude, as fuck he and jacked. Dude, he, he had, had some crazy had genetics. A, a fucking beach bod all the time. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like just I don't know. He had like he had like dense muscle. Yeah. Like he was like, you know, they, like at the time I was like, Oh yeah, like he's just super jacked. But now I think about it, and I was like, he was like 18. How the fuck did he look like that? How did he look like that? That's that's a good point. Yeah, man. So he would show up a lot, and then I, oh, man. I want to say one or two other people would show up, like, kind of sporadically. And that's, holy fuck. (coughs) That's just my memory of it. Okay. I could be I could be fucking fucking that up and somebody else was there every fucking day next to me like hey what the fuck I was there every day too <laughs> but I really think I went there like every single time and I don't think anyone else was nearly that consistent and uh but it paid off like I was I got in a lot better shape got a lot stronger you know what I mean yeah like, I you was were really competitive ready. like when I like at least when I was on the team with you your senior year like you really were yeah I I think I had twelve losses but they were to all. They were either somebody in the top ten in the state. I lost at Oshkosh to the returning state champ from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Guy was built like a fucking brick shit house. He yeah, made, Eden Prairie's good. He was such a fucking animal, dude. He actually hurt my back cradling me. He cradled me so fucking hard it like hurt my lower back. And so and that was day one at Oshkosh, and I made it to day two. And so day two, Skiba had to help me out of bed. He was my roommate or whatever. He had to, like, literally help me out of bed. And, like, I just was, like, popping ibuprofen all day. <clears throat> that was fucking – that was shitty. But anyway, no, yeah, yeah, it's fucking – so that guy, I had to wrestle Ryan McQuaid, the returning state champ from yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. I had to wrestle him three times. I had to wrestle – like, like all my losses were to, like, yeah. top You wrestled McQuaid oh, that's right. three times. I wrestled, that's right. I wrestled him three times because – uh, regionals, um, the Spash duels, I think, Appleton West. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spash, it's like Sparta, Appleton West. Um, that was like, yeah. <coughs> and In then, like January. Um, um, yeah, what the fuck? I, rest, I remember you I wrestled them at sections. sectionals, too. At I, regionals I and sectionals. sectionals. I had them at regionals, but. So that was the It was round. so rough. And he goes, and man, it was, it's so hard because he goes out there so confident. It's like. And he was really good. <laughs> it's like an aura of confidence. You go, yeah. like, shake hands, and you're just like, fuck, dude, he already knows he won. Like, it's so nuts. Like, you can just feel the confidence. Like, fuck, man. Dude. <laughs> it was, like, it was like pretty much, like, maybe I can score a takedown on him. Like, I had, like, high hopes and dreams that he would just get, like, too, like, complacent, and I would just, like, catch him. And I'd be like, 
Yeah, or he would like lose his footing. Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah. and I would like just be like hanging on. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh shit, and then he'd fucking pin me like immediately off the whistle. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty much just hold out and like just maybe don't get pinned in the first period. But yeah, no, so I was pretty good, and but I just started my sophomore year, so to go from sophomore year being yeah, you really put the time. I probably in. had like twelve wins, and then <clears throat> yeah, being. So far. Did you wrestle varsity all three? All three, yeah. Yeah, I, I wrestled off Ashlyn Teagues for 103 yeah, my sophomore year and beat her. That was a gross weight cut. Yeah. That was a gross weight cut. I had to get a doctor's signature to go, like, that low body fat. It was, like, 3%. Really? Yeah, and I you don't even – did it just to be in the lineup? Yeah, but I don't – yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I bet you were a good 103 pounder, though. Well, I just – I didn't have any, like, technique yet. And I looked like a like a newborn baby giraffe. I was so skinny, dude. I was so skinny. And so like when I would like go to like do a stand up or something, it was so awkward and unnatural because I had just been, I just started wrestling and my fucking legs and arms were so skinny. Like I it looked so funny when I'd like stand up off the whistle That's a and shit. Analogy. Yeah, man. It was bad. But then by my senior year I'd like put on muscle and I was I didn't cut weight really. I just watched what I ate. I was not like I don't even think I got up to 125 naturally, and I wrestled at 119, so, like, maybe five pounds. It was, yeah, it was super easy, yeah. and I, obviously, I did pretty good, so. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, and I remember you, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, we were, we were a couple of your age difference, but, like, and I maybe, I definitely had a little bit of baby giraffe going on my yeah. freshman year, too, <laughs> so I totally can emphasize with that, but I remembered you being, like, yeah, like, pretty jacked at 119. Like, to the, compared to the guys you were, like, because even with yeah. weight, like, he was, like, a real stocky dude, and you were, like, a little bit more, like, taller than him, but yeah. he's, you know, you were still, like, built, like, real similar to him. Yeah, I had, <clears throat> I had put on, like, good, I mean, that's the perfect time to start putting on muscle mass, you know, like, 17 yeah. years old, so, yeah, I had really, like, that summer, like, put in, put in the time going to the gym and, you know, build a muscle, and I did, like, this lifting program from, like, Penn State's football program or something like that, like, and then I would do the uh, Tim Sherrill stuff on the bike. I like doing that. Really? Yeah, I'd do that for like a like 15, 20-minute warm-up. I mean, like, obviously your arms are pretty fucking feeling it, but, like, just to get a good sweat going before the lift. Um, yeah, man, that was some good shit. But, yeah, yeah, so I was – yeah, I was pretty pretty strong at 119. Yeah. So I didn't want to cut to 112, and, yeah, just fucking rocked it there and yeah. did fine. That's why I did that in MMA. Like, I was like, dude, I'm not cutting weight for this shit. Like, I'm stronger, and – I just feel way better not cutting weight. Like, do you feel like your ability to take people down was like a significant uh, advantage for you in MMA, or do you think it was like oh, absolutely, really? No, no, yeah, it saved me in my second fight, and it, I like to argue, could have won me the third round of my second or no, no, my fourth fight against Pete Lowe. That was my fourth fight when I fought Pete Lowe in Madison. I kind of think I was starting to win that round, but whatever. Maybe maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Anyway, but because of the takedown, I finally got a takedown. I couldn't take him down the first two rounds, and he was boxing me up good because the only film we had on him, he won the fight in like 30 seconds with an arm bar. So I was like, all right, he's pretty good at jujitsu. I was like, so maybe we don't take him down. Maybe I just really focus on my bang Muay Thai. I went to – American Top Team, my the gym I started at where Rick coaches, uh, shout out, 
I went to uh, ATT in Watertown, New York, for uh, Dwayne Ludwig's seminar. The guy who, like him and uh, Boss Rudin, came up with the Bay Muay Thai system, and so he coaches that. So he's like the top guy. He had the he's got the second fastest knockout in UFC history. Jorge Masvidal beat that whatever a couple years ago, but um, yeah, Dwayne Dwayne Bang Ludwig. We met him. We got to go to dinner with him and the gym owner and Rick and. That's nuts. It was fun. Yeah, it was crazy. That's, that's cool as fuck. I got that. That's why I got that picture hanging up on the wall. It's from that seminar. Um, so we really focused on striking, not so much on grappling. I didn't want to go to the ground with him. So the first couple rounds, I tried a couple of takedowns, like kind of desperation because he was better on the feet than me. But I was still fucking smoking him with leg kicks. He texted me like a week later. He's like, dude, I had to take a week off of work. I couldn't, couldn't fucking walk with his leg kicks. But he was, he boxed me. So up you good. knew him. We, uh, we we were cool after the fight. Okay. We we're super cool. It was fucking. He's a fucking cool, dude. Um, That's so cool. He was boxing me up pretty fucking good. My face got fucked up. It, it was a cool picture. It was a cool picture right afterwards. It's me and Rick in the locker room. Like I'm fucking. I don't even look like myself. It's awesome. There's blood all in my beard. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I was I was still. I would throw a leg kick and he would just fucking counter right away and fucking hit a cross in my face. But anyway, um, and then uh, but third round, I finally took him down and. Uh, yeah, so maybe started winning. I don't know. He was trying submissions and shit on me, but I, I didn't fucking get tapped. That would have been the worst, right? To be like, be like, all right, he's really good at jujitsu, and then fucking fuck, we knew that. And then fall at jujitsu, yeah. yeah, dude. Well, that that helped though, because I specifically drilled all like the few like core submissions, like triangle chokes and arm bars and it's like defense. Too. Um, yeah, specifically like Kimura's uh, guillotines. Drill like ten each side after practice. If everyone's left or whatever. Just drill ten defenses on each side of all those submissions, um, and like even the commentators were like, "Well, like no panic out of LaBelle. like it's like because yeah, it was like exactly like just like what drilling you, it, just yeah. like drilling it. Like I was like, "All right, I know, I know what to do here. We're fine. Like do this all the time." And uh, but yeah, no, immediately after the fight, you can see in the video, the fucking bell rings or whatever. The fucking ref breaks us up. We're standing up. I think I might have said a good fight or something. And he goes. Can I buy you a beer? And I was like, fuck yeah. Because like, I, I don't yeah. I didn't drink one during fight camp, so it's been like eight weeks since I even had a beer. And he was like, can I buy you a beer? I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like, we hugged him. And, uh, yeah, we were cool. And I had a beer with him, met, his, met some of his family afterwards, and fucking met each other on Facebook and shit. Like, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. And that's sometimes how you get like training partners in other areas. And like we talked about getting better at wrestling. That's how you fucking can get better in MMA, too, is you go to other gyms and like, Right. Yeah. The area. yeah, it's exact same principle. Same, same shit. Yeah. So yeah. um that and then in my uh my second fight, um, yeah, I needed takedowns and ground and pound to beat this guy because he fucking kicked the shit out of me in the first round. I remember fucking at that by the end of the first round, he had like mount on me and was just fucking ground and pound in my face. And I remember having the thought, like, I don't wanna quit right now, but I completely understand somebody tapping to strikes now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, like, I'd always been like, dude, like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, tapping to strikes? Like, come on. Like, whatever. And then I got there, and I was like, I'm not going to do it, but, like, well, I can see how that would be just great to just end this, like, any time. Like, I'm like, I, you know, this sucks, but, like, I, yeah. whatever. But, yeah, then I came back in the second round, took him down, and took him down a couple more times. And um, Yeah, wrestling was a big fucking benefit. But you were, I mean, you were good at wrestling, though, right? Like, you fucking, you did all kinds of, like, different, like, you freestyled, you did Greco, you went to, like... Yeah, I did. 
I did do quite a bit. I was very fortunate with like the opportunities, like, you know what I mean? Like my parents were all for, like if I wanted yeah. to do it, like all for like, you know, giving me that opportunity. Fuck so yeah. I was very fortunate that way. But yeah, I started, I started training quite a bit when I was like, maybe like 10. Okay. Where I was like, I shouldn't say, it was probably even earlier than that. I was in like second grade and I started going to like dance halls club. Okay. And and that was, you did that like your whole career, right? For majority of it, yeah. Okay. So I went and I started going to his club when I was like that age. And I was like, dude, I didn't even know if I liked wrestling at that. You know what I mean? I was like seven years old. Maybe mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess I'm just doing this. Like it's kind yeah. of, I was, I was decent at it because <clears throat> like my dad definitely gave a shit. So he would make sure that I like understood stuff and like, <clears throat> you know, would go to practice and like he would you know be there and like teach it and okay, like yeah. help the other like, the coaches like he was super involved so like that made a big difference with me like you know when i was younger yeah <clears throat> and then it was like i started maybe doing dentist halls then and then i was like i i had like a really bad like year too i remember i think it was like third grade and maybe like fourth grade definitely third grade and i was like damn this sucks like i was just getting my ass whooped all the time yeah. Like, I had a major baby giraffe syndrome going on. <laughs> like, I was just super awkward and gangly. I see pictures of myself now, and I'm like, goddamn alien. Yeah, what the hell? Skeleton. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny looking back at it. But then I, like, got super just, like, serious. I was, like, I got really into Rocky. Like, I fucking loved Rocky. When I was, like, 10 years old, I loved Rocky. And so I would literally, like, wrestling was, like, my Rocky pursuit. Did, so, you, ever, did you watch Vision Quest? Oh, fuck okay, yes. Right. Fuck yeah. I didn't know if you were a little yeah, younger. Yeah, I definitely I knew about that movie when I was, like, pretty young. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, you got, like, Rocky. You just started hitting fucking meat. Yeah, no, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Not when I was that young. But, um... Yeah, so that's when I, like, really was, like, okay, I'm gonna... Like, I chose to, like, do this sport. Like, when I was right. literally, like, 10 years old, that's when I, like, made the choice that, like, that was gonna be, like, my sport. Okay. Like, that's how, you know, that's how young I was when I, like, first decided that. That's crazy, yeah. It is kind of weird to think about now. At the time, though, I was just, like, yeah, like, all these other kids are just, like, goofing off and being kids. Like, they're not even pursuing anything. Like, it was weird to me, you know? But that's just kind of, like, I'd been around people like that my whole life. It hadn't, like, it had been, like forced down my throat but i just been around people like that that would like you know with like coaches and different stuff like that yeah. since i was literally in kindergarten like that's when i first was exposed to it so like that next season i started like you know really training i was going up with the high school i was but i was at catholic school then so okay i was probably training like you know five days a week and competing on the weekends like i was training quite a bit wow. and it continued like that for the next couple of years but i I was like marginally successful. Like I went to kids state a couple times. Like I, like I made it to the finals twice. Like I was okay, but I like, never won any kids state titles. Like I was never an all American. Like I never really did anything super like consistently significant. Okay. So I had a couple years where I would, you know, go on and get hot or something and like wrestle really fucking good, you know, cause being that age, like you don't, you don't have the mental side of it down at all. Yeah. You know, so you like, it's, you're, you just wrestle super inconsistent and that's the hardest part of coaching those kids. Is they're just super inconsistent because they, you know, they're little basket cases. All of them, you know, they, the most of them are, especially when it comes to, you know, like a combat sport. Like yeah. That. But then I, when I went to like public school, that's when I like really started to make a jump. Yeah. And I had just be- way better training partners. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, my my teams when I was like at Catholic school, I had like maybe two or three other people to train with. And then yeah. When I went to public school, it's like I had a you know a ton, and I could go up to the high school. 
you know, train with you guys and like go up there and really like get my ass whooped. You yeah. know, like it wasn't like I was wrestling people my own age, my own size. I was wrestling people that were like two or three years older that were like, you know, men. You know, and it was like way different. <laughs> so strong, so strong. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So that that helped me a lot. But at the time, I was like, this fucking sucks. You know, so I was like, I was pretty successful in, in like when I was like just before high school. That was when I first got really into like freestyle and Greco. I like okay. went and did like the schoolboy duels. And I was going to go to, old, like, Utah, I think, for, like, the schoolboy nationals. But I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to go, like, deal with flying out there and do all that shit. And it was in, like, August. You know what I mean? The schoolboy yeah. was in, like, the middle of June. And I'd keep training for, like, six more weeks before I, like, took some time off. And yeah. I was like, nah, that's okay. I was, like, 14. <laughs> and then the next year was, like, freshman year of high school. And I got, like, I was, like, 10 and 20 that year. You know what I mean? Like, I had a really, I had a rough, rough season. Probably, like, one of the roughest seasons I had, like, ever had. I, like, really thought about quitting after that year. I was like, do I even want to keep fucking doing this? Like, I was just so miserable during the season. Like, it wasn't like even – I was even enjoying training, you know? Shit, yeah. Were you uh, – were you skinny, like, and, like, lanky at that age, like, freshman year? Yes, very much. I wasn't quite – I was a little more developed because I had gotten into lifting when I was, like, like 12. Like, I just liked the, you know what I mean? Like, my dad was into powerlifting when I was a kid. So, I, like, okay. saw that, and I was yeah. just like, that's badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I got super into that when I was when I was like, oh, that'll help me with wrestling? Sweet. I know it wasn't anything serious. It was just, like, doing curls and shit in the basement and, like, maybe, like, some presses and, like, some body squats or something like that. You know, jumping rope and shit like that. It wasn't anything yeah. crazy. But I had kind of developed a little bit of coordination, but I was still really gangly and awkward, for sure. Because that's tough when you're a freshman. Yeah. Because you run into a senior who's not, like, either just at that weight, but they're, like, stocky and, like, jacked. Yeah, and real coordinated. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and I was tall, too. I mean, I was, like, six foot when I was that age. So, I mean, and I was only, like, 145. So, right. that's pretty skinny. That's close. <laughs> it was. It was, <laughs> dude. I felt, a, I feel a lot better now because I'm almost basically the same weight or, like, the same height, but I literally have 45 pounds more yeah. on my body. So imagine being this height and being 145 i'd be like i would i would be a killer runner probably <laughs> i'd be like a freaking yeah. just running everywhere man Shit. so you're pretty you're pretty successful at wrestling and... yeah and then i mean after that season like when i i like seriously thought about quitting and i was like yeah no yeah. you know that was a kind of like i like looked in the mirror and i was like all right is this is this really for me and i was like yeah it is and then that you know i just like dove in that that like summer or that like spring and summer and like did a ton of stuff like you know went up to Fargo went to nationals did all kinds of camps and tons of tournaments and then the next year I was like I don't know I was like 10 and 20 that year and the next year I was like 32 and 15 or something oh, like shit. that so did you did you go to state in high school yeah senior year I went to state I made it to the semis and I lost to the eventual state champ Bo Bresky like five to one and after that, it was just like, I don't know, I just cashed out. I, I, I like, I still, I like, went to wrestle my next two matches, but it was like, I was just different. I was like, I was like pretty convinced I was going to win a state title. Oh, shit. So it just like, it like really fucked with me mentally. And I like yeah. was kind of just out of it for the rest of the tournament. So I lost to this dude from like, wow, Tosa or something. I don't fucking remember. Like four to two. And then I lost to a kid that I beat first round in like the fifth sixth place match and ended up just taking sixth so i'm a little like i'm a little disappointed in myself when i think about that now that i didn't like 
keep rolling because like i thought about myself like as a warrior and like that was not what a warrior does yeah. but so i would like i think about it now i'm a little disappointed but whatever i'm totally like totally different person yeah. from like the guy that was like yeah. doing that so right right it's it's weird to think about it now because it's like you know i totally i look about life in general like totally different holy shit Yeah. So would you? So yeah. Did that at state at six at state high school, and then you went straight to UWSP, or did you take time off? Um, I went to Mid State for a year, and then I went to UWSP, but I didn't like wrestle or anything. They had talked to me a little bit about it, but I I think I kind of always knew that I was done, and I talked about it for a little while. Yeah. But I I kind of knew that I wasn't going to. So I was just done. I mean, I did a ton of stuff. I didn't just do high school. Like, I went to Fargo. I was an All-American out there. And I wrestled four years out there, but I didn't All-American all four, unfortunately. But so that, you know, that was just a lot of training, a lot of intensity, a lot of, you know, I just, like, felt like I did what I had to do. Yeah. You know, it was a weird, weird thing when I was, like, 19 or 20, whatever it was, when I transferred to VWSP. And it was like, okay. You know, I had the opportunity sitting in front of me, and it was like, is this what I want to do? Like I was sitting in the UWSP wrestling room, like the old one that I had trained in so many times yeah. at Dennis Hills club and like our, uni- you know, our splash practices when we would have yeah. to have to go there. And I was like, okay, do I want to do this for like four or five more years? Like, yeah. cause that's kind of what I was like jumping into. It was like, just, I knew how I like thought about the sport. And it was like, unless I like got hurt so badly that I was like, all right, it's not worth me tr- chancing this for the rest of my life, which at the time, like, I would have probably given almost anything Yeah. to like get what I thought, like I was like what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it's weird to really think about right now. I was so deep in it. Right. Would you say weightlifting is kind of that passion now or just like maybe overall wellness? Cause it seems like you're one of those people that, you know, you need a drive. Yeah. I definitely have to train like training just in general is in my blood and my passion for it now is like, in like yeah like the bodybuilding avenue but i like my number one goal is health and i try to always remind myself that so like i don't do like you know you know as far as like just putting on muscle like that's secondary to like you know having like a perfect diet you know what i mean like i don't want to be eating any crap like i don't want to be eating stuff just to put on muscle like i want to be eating the most wholesome healthy foods that i can that are not only going to like make me grow muscles but, but are also going to like protect my joints and keep my cartilage healthy and do all that stuff. Cause that's more important than like the way that I look. And if I do that and I train hard, then like the, everything else will take care of itself. You know, okay. I, I try to, I try to like take that approach instead of the, well, this is the result I want. So I'll do anything I want to get there. It's like, I'm going to do sure. all that little shit the right way. And hopefully like the results will like just appear, you know? Because I think when you focus on just that little shit that you can actually really focus on, you know, you can turn it into something so much more dramatic than if you just focus on the result. Yeah, kind of building it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think sure you have a good like steady base. Yeah, and yeah, I definitely learned that in wrestling. That's for sure. That's that was like the biggest thing that I took away. It's like you just stay passionate about one thing and remind yourself on the shitty days that it's this is why you're doing it. Yeah, and this is the goal. You know, or, or this is the things you can control, and this is the goal. It's like, yeah, God, I fucking love wrestling, dude. We could talk the whole time about wrestling. I don't know 
know yeah. if we do that. I don't know. I fucking love wrestling. That's my favorite fucking sport. Well, I mean, we are only doing like an hour, so it's not like yeah. we can we can keep going. I'm down. I'm sure we'll have plenty more podcasts to keep talking about all the shit. Yeah. So this one's gonna this one took a wrestling heavy turn. I think wrestling heavy. Yeah, man, that's such a great sport. It's so fun yeah. to just watch. Just watch the fucking mm-hmm. high speed fucking chess match going on. Yeah, and the passion too. You know, it's not like people are yeah. just out doing it. The like, coaches are up screaming. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and when people win stuff too or lose stuff, you yeah. you just see that it's like their whole soul is like in <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, they go all in. You have yeah. to. You have to go all in. There. Right, and yeah, you know, that's the only way to do like really participate and like be competitive and like do yeah. it where it's worth being done. Yeah, there's guys starving themselves. There's guys giving getting up super early to go fucking run out where it's it's fucking cold. Like it's middle holy of winter, shit, and yeah. like all the best wrestling states are fucking northern states. Yeah. So these guys much. are out like running before fucking school and shit like that, mm-hmm. measuring out their fucking food and like little measuring cups like yeah. dudes would take it real fucking serious so yeah. if you don't even like take it a little bit serious you don't stand a fucking chance yeah like <laughs> yeah even if you are like super gifted athletically like you're only you know you're only ever going to be mediocre if you don't make yeah. that commitment yeah you see that a lot with guys they get like from the football team to like dude please just wrestle like you're so huge <laughs> and then like they'll go in there and they'll be like decent because they can overpower certain people but yeah. when the strength isn't, uh, you know... Isn't... When a guy sort of knows how to wrestle, like, especially in the heavyweights, you see it. Yeah. Where if they can just, like, bull rush somebody and, like, push them over, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm, like, I'm so good at wrestling. And it's like, dude, you're not even wrestling. <laughs> you know, like, that's not wrestling. Yeah. It works in high school. And, like, you know, from a team aspect, I totally see why a coach would want a guy out like that. Yeah. Just to fill, A, fill the weight class and not get pinned. But also, you know, be able to do that once in a while or, you know, teach them a couple moves. And that's really all you need. Yeah. Like, if you're in high school, at almost any weight, if you're super, super proficient at, like, two or three moves in any position, that's that's a, yeah. you can essentially beat anyone. That's a really because, good way to break it down. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I got, man, I got so into takedowns. I don't remember what, what made me think, like, what made me so passionate about taking people down. And I got really, I was really serious about getting out from bottom, because I fucking hated that. It was always so miserable, so I would always fucking... Like, when we were drilling that, I would always go with heavier guys, and I would always just, like, yeah, make that the shittiest part of the practice because I fucking hated being there. So I learned everything I could about getting the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking, yeah. like, especially somebody fucking leg rides you. They throw they get both fucking legs in, that dude. Sucks. That fucking, you're just getting pissed. You get punished. And yeah. two minutes. <laughs> like, it, you say it, and it's like, well, how long are we going to have a wrestling match for? Well, you know. Three two-minute periods should be fine. Like, that's not very long. No. Like, no, that's a long time. When you're out there, you're fucking, when you're using your entire body, like, holy shit. Yeah, you're I using your entire body as much as you are when you're using, as you are when you're using your legs when you're running. Yeah. But you're using your entire body at the same time. And your breathing is almost always constricted. You're never, ever open-chested and <laughs> yeah. upright. You're always bent yeah. over, no matter Punched basically over, any position on. you're in. That's, and you're yeah. driving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, oh, it's. It's so hard to describe to somebody that hasn't done it. Like, it's it's the most. Yeah, wrestling shape is a whole, like, I'm in good running shape right now. I mean, you know. We just did six miles, yeah, so. Yeah, but. Without stopping. But if we wanted to wrestle right now, no way. No, no way. We could do six miles. I would have no one way. minute in yeah, me yeah. of, like, competitive wrestling. <laughs> yeah. After that, I would be sucking wind so hard. Dude, you'd be feel, I'd be feeling it, like, in my like extremities. How yeah. fucking, like, out of breath. I, you <laughs> yeah, you'd feel your, like, like, heartbeat. You're like, holy fuck. Dude, like my whole body's out of oxygen right now. Like holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. Wrestling yeah, it's shape terrifying. is a whole other shape. Yeah, it is. Oh man. 
strong, man. Maybe Strev's going to freak out when he's listening to this. He's like, damn it, I wanted to talk about wrestling. <laughs> dude, wrestling is a topic we can talk about All so much. Always down, dude. Let's so just change much. this to a wrestling podcast, dude. I fucking love wrestling so much. <laughs> well, we could just have wrestling episodes, too. Dude. <laughs> we should just have episodes where we wrestle. Dude, I would, I, to be honest, I do miss, like, training a little bit. Like, I'm excited to get back in and coach, and I'm excited to get, you know, because I, I did go into wrestle once in a while, like, before COVID. So I am excited to get back in Dude, and wrestle a little bit. That's what got me into MMA is I, I fucking missed wrestling. I was mm. like, what's the closest thing? And I'm not, like, jujitsu. I did one jujitsu tournament, and I didn't like it. Jujitsu is just too weird for me, man. But I learned it really. So you well. didn't like you didn't like jujitsu? No, not really, man. It's, it's so funny because people, it's like a drug to some people. Like they, it yeah. becomes their whole identity. They have it on their license plate, and they have bumper stickers, and that's all they are is jujitsu. Because it you can train get, all time. You can get that into it. It's so complex. I mean, it's it's at least as complex as wrestling, probably more. So like, there's just yeah. like more layers to uncover. You're like, holy shit! So it can become a lifelong passion and like your identity. But I just didn't like it that much. And it was moderately fun but I, I, I mean i don't do it now i should mm-hmm. i'd like to be i'd like to still be training in some martial art but yeah i fucking i got way out of it so yeah but is like, there any decent like jujitsu gyms around here yeah i mean there's yeah there's um at least just to go train yeah bodakai jason mentz is legit um that's the one by uh, like save a lot okay yeah that one was pretty legit. They go pretty hard there, though. Like, it's... I don't know. It's, like it's actually kind of weird. they go hard? Yeah, like, yeah. when I was there. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would train there sometimes when I was, doing, like, getting ready for fight camp and shit, just to get more training partners. Mm-hmm. I just remember them being, like... they At the time, at least, they had, like, a really intense team. And it's, like... It's not really my vibe. Like, I get it. It's cool. It's cool to be that tough and to, like, really go hard and really, like, whatever, but... Smash, smash. Yeah, I'm just more, I'm, I'm more like chill, goof off, and like kind of like have a good time while you're there. Like, I mean, like you're serious about the training and shit, but like it's a lighter tone, I guess. You yeah. Know? Um, so I don't know. It's it just, is amazing how you can tell that in a room, like a training room, like that. Yeah. You can just walk in, and you just know, based what on the way is. people, yeah, based on yeah. like everybody's mannerisms while they're yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah this way or that way but you can just tell it's it's a crazy yeah i really just did jujitsu so it couldn't be used on me like i yeah, was like i'm right. goddamn if somebody's gonna fucking submit me with a jujitsu move fuck that so i trained like a lot just to be able to and like i mean i fucking won with jujitsu my first fight i won with a rear naked choke like really it's fucking yeah like so I, it is i've it's heard it's like effective. the most effective yeah i would say i would say it's the most, like if you're just gonna take like one martial art for like self-defense or for you know whatever um, yeah, that's, that's gotta be the most effective, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just not, it's compared to wrestling. It's so like easy going. And I know I just said, I prefer the fucking easy going to the super intense, but just not with my grappling, I guess. Cause wrestling is so fun. There's no, I don't know if there's anything more intense than wrestling. Maybe like, like serious Muay Thai, I guess is very mm-hmm. intense and like serious and shit. But I mean, you, you go to like a fucking private like like dennis hall's kids you go in there there's fucking parents yelling at kids to fucking quit crying and there's fucking dennis hall yelling at kids to fucking do fucking push-ups or drill like Mm -hmm. it's intense like wrestling like even from the youngest age is like 
very intense, very explosive, very It's about blind, discipline. Very, yeah. You know, yeah. It has to be like, you're going to do this regardless of the circumstance, and you're going to react like this regardless of the circumstance. Like, that's how you, like, problem solve best in wrestling is when you're like, all right, well, this just happened, and you can't be like, you know, like, that. you can tell when a kid gets upset that something happened. And, you know, so a yeah. lot of the time it's like, if it's just strategically and they, like, got caught in something, yeah. like, they're not hurt. Like, you watched it. It's like, they're yeah. just fine. They didn't hit them that hard. Yeah. They didn't hurt anything. They didn't break anything. Like, they're just, like, upset that, like, what happened happened. Yeah. And now they're in the position that they're in. And yeah. it's like, that's like, I don't know. I kind of forgot where I was going with that. but That's all right. This is a good week, man. <laughs> Dude, it is. I'm way more awake now than I was. That's I was cool. getting a little sleepy, like, before we started this. So <laughs> that's kind of that's good. interesting. Yeah, hell yeah. But, uh. Yeah, man, it's just so, it's so fast-paced, it's so complex, mm-hmm. it's so intense, there's so much emotion, there's so much soul behind, man, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. fucking, it's my favorite fucking sport, and yeah, so, like, training jujitsu is just, it's like, just, it's not the same. Different vibe. Yeah, it's like a weird, it's a different vibe, and I mean, I'm sure there's places that are super intense, too, and all that mm-hmm. shit, but usually, at least around here, it's mostly, like, stoner white people who are, like, just, like, there to have a good time. Just going and, in there and get, get stoned and roll. Yeah, you know? So, I mean, that's cool. You meet a lot of cool people. That's that sure. is amazing how prevalent. And actually, it's... Smoking weed and doing jujitsu is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Go hand in hand, almost. Because that's the vibe. The vibe yeah. is just like smoking a joint, man. You're just like, yeah, like, let's fucking... Yeah. Like, you're not like... You know, you're like getting upset. And like, angry. like, wrestling, you're fucking grinding your forehead into their fucking face. Yeah. But like jujitsu, like, you know, you can do that. And people will do that. Like, you're going to put... And like practice and shit, it's mm-hmm. so much. Like, well, also, if you're doing jujitsu competitions, you're probably going to be going way more intense in practice well, if you're sure. seriously competitive. Because, sure, sure. yep. like in wrestling, at least the only ways like we did it, like I never did, just like as a hobby. Yeah. Like it was always in pursuit of a goal. True. true. So it's like okay, everything needs to be like the most cranked up I can make it. Not yeah. always, but most of the time. Like there would be sometimes like when you're really out of competition season, which for me like kind of wasn't that often. But as I got older, I, like, stopped. You know what I mean? I, like, learned more. Like, that, you know, you don't need to just do that all the time. You know, like, you could go through things and, like, do, like, more, like, mental focus. And you don't have to beat your body up all the time. Like, you can, like, toughen it. Right. You know, if you keep it at a certain level, you can toughen it in, you know, closer to this competition. So that you're healthier when you're there but you're still in like great shape you yeah, know like and you have like you have like the muscle memory and like the mental like mental stuff that you need to like perform mm-hmm. yeah yeah with like getting ready for a fight you said about mm-hmm. six eight week fight camp and like yeah would you take like a break before the fight because i know like with our marathon we're talking about taking a week off yeah would you do a, something similar with that for the fight camp yeah yeah i think i i think i mentioned that before um the week uh, like so like the, the fights will be on saturday and then usually that friday or that saturday morning <clears throat> will be the last hard practice and they'll do like like a shark attack where like you know you mm-hmm. get a new opponent every yeah. minute and you're just fucking dying and they're just kicking the shit out of you and this is one week prior yeah yeah the, you, like the seven or eighth day before the fight you do that and then that's like the last thing you do for like the week like i would still go to like the practices but like i might not do as much grappling on my knees to like make sure my knees didn't get like start like getting bursitis so just kind of chill and recover you know so i'd go to the practices and kind of take it light and you know whatever but yeah that week before that that's what i'm doing two a days like lifting in the morning and shit like that but 
Going hard as shit. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking about for the run, like taking, you know, and maybe maybe it won't be a whole week, whatever. Like we said, we'll adjust, but yeah, yeah the idea of taking like a good chunk of time off, like mm-hmm. almost more than you would think yeah. I should. If I'm running four days a week prior to that and I'm getting like, you know, if I'm doing more than 30 miles, or if, I, if I'm doing 30 miles a week in four runs, that'll be good. I won't, I, I'll take, I'll take like five to six days off. You know what I mean? I'll probably do like, if the run is on a Saturday, I'll probably do my last run on the Saturday prior and it'll be like, you know, a good like seven, eight, nine miles, something like that. And I'll okay. do like almost like, like maybe 75% of what we're going to do. And I'll do like a, you know, a decent run and then I'll take six days off. Like, I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Cause I just like, I did really like the way like kind of Sean explained it. And I guess, like, just our discussion about it, like, I've, I've really thought about that. And I think that, like, that time actually is, like, really important. Especially, like, look at Connor fucking McGregor, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that stress factor is, like, huge. And when you really try and push it, it's, like, you know, you're ask like, you're playing with fire. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's never, it's almost never going to turn out in your favor. So, it's, like, even to just get through it, you know what I mean? It would be, like, kind of a long shot with something like that. So, yeah. I'm... And I'm hoping I don't experience anything like that. When I was running a lot last year, like, I never really had any issues. I was, you know, like, any injuries, like, I felt great. I was just yeah. fucking tired and hungry all the time. Fuck. So I'm sure I'm going to be like that now when I was losing weight then. But, yeah, once I got, like, once I, like, if I was doing this four days a week, I would be, like, just shoveling food in my mouth constantly because I would be, like, so hungry. <laughs> would just never be full. But I'm excited to really get into, like, the training. I feel like constantly, like, consistently running puts me, like, in my own head and, like, kind of gives me, like, some, like, alone time yeah. that is, is like, kind of easy because I don't live alone to, like, you know, not really get and kind of just, like, overlook. And I think it's going to be really good for me to get that alone time just on the runs. Sure. And even, you know what I mean? Even just, like, doing cardio at the gym, like, doing a lot more of the Stairmaster and, like, you know, just focusing on my breathing and, like, thinking about shit and, like, maybe listening to a podcast, but still thinking about that and being like, you know, trying to take in, you know, what they're saying and like the concepts and stuff like that. And not just being, I mean, I guess it's not the same as being on my own. So maybe that's not the best analogy, but running definitely. Cause I don't usually run with headphones. And I pretty much always yeah. run. Yeah. That seems like a dangerous thing to do, right? It depends where you're running, but yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. Yeah, Especially if you're running on like busy streets. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a safe thing to do. I guess I didn't usually lift with headphones either, because like back when I was lifting the most, I don't 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 know if they even made Bluetooth headphones yet. So like that wasn't an option. Like what the fuck are you gonna do? Strap that shit to your fucking arm and then have your, it's just it fucking it was cumbersome. I didn't I didn't yeah. like the fucking concept of it. I just wanted yeah. to fucking work out. So I well, most gyms have music. So yeah. Yeah, it's really not, like, that big of a fucking deal. But I know some people really want to get pumped up, so they need to hear, like, a certain song. Or mm-hmm. other, like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you got your, you know, it depends on your lifting, too. Like, for me, I just like to, like, I like really, like, I always, I almost always listen to classic rock when I lift. And it's usually, like, really intense, like, drums or guitar. Because I really like the just cranked up, like intensity like i think that's like i 
that's like my surrogate for the wrestling intensity because that, that's like the thing i miss the most about training is just like like i miss doing like you know getting somebody fresh all the time especially when it was like you know when i was like a little bit older like 15 like 16 to 18 when i was like you know the most coordinated the yeah. most like when i was like you know could really actually wrestle the best it was like i miss that intensity but i know if i like tried to do it now like it would be like i would get an hour and a two hours of it and i would be like all right i'm good for a month you know what i mean uh, like yeah. that's like the perfect thing to like you know do as like a to replace that yeah kind of replace that without and also like be you know make it about like health too and not like beat myself up because even running like you know i don't know i just maybe i'm not conditioned for it but like running just feels like it's like it's hard mm-hmm. on you like I, you know i do the stairmaster a lot and i always have and that's, you know, that's super low impact. And I like my joints feel good when I get done. I feel like feel healthy. I like drink water when I'm on it versus when I like run a lot. Have you, been, have you done the Stairmaster more than you've ran? Maybe you like accidentally conditioned your body to the Stairmaster. The wrong so muscles. Like real running is like, the wrong muscles. Like, whoa, that's a lot there, buddy. I don't know. We're not I, used to this. I think, <laughs> I think they're, the impact, like my muscles ability is way outside of like what my skeletal system is used to taking yeah and i mean you're pretty heavy right now so right true i weigh 190 that's a lot of weight for when i was running structure. last year i was i was down to 173 so maybe maybe that's something you find out if you ever want to do half again or a full marathon yeah well and that's what i was kind of thinking as i was like i've been trying to like keep myself at 190 and i haven't been going super overboard with like eating extra but it's like you know you know, I eat like about six meals a day. I have for a long time now. Like I've been training like this for a long time, but I've gone through streaks. Like when I was running a lot, like it was impossible to keep the weight on. So I got super fucking lean and I was, I was only maybe weighing like the low one eighties then anyways, yeah. but I got super lean and then I just started to like lose muscle. And that's when I like stopped running. I was like, <laughs> this is too much. Like I've been trying to get jacked for a long time, but yeah, I basically decided when I was like 19 that like, this was kind of going to be my next thing that I was going to train for and not. You know, it's not like my whole life. I live a very normal life. It's not like I'm super strict. Like, I like to drink and party and stuff. Yeah. So I've had streaks of that where I don't train super intensely. But this is definitely, like, the new replacement passion that kind of replaces that intensity and yeah and stuff. I feel like that's so, like, important because if you just live in, like, this, like, comfortably numb <laughs> state, it's like, like you got to yeah. get where it's, like, uncomfortably intense on, like, your body and mind. Dude, that's the thing about wrestling. That's why I love it so much. It's like, it builds that fucking character. It builds that resiliency because, you know, it's a cheesy slogan on a fucking cheesy t-shirt that a mom would wear. But, like, once you've wrestled, everything in life is, everything else in life is easy. Like, yeah, wrestling sucked. You're fucking, like, headbutting somebody and, like, fucking sweating all over each other and picking each other up and getting slammed and fucking... It's hard to manipulate another human's body when it's completely limp. Much less when it's actively fighting against everything <laughs> yeah. you're doing. It's um, it's such a test. It's such a fucking test of like who you are versus who they are. Like yeah. who's who's fuck. Who do we got? Like you versus me, man. Who's better? Let's find out right yeah. now. Yeah, like, dude. Like who worked hard? That's, that's, it directly translates. What you put in is what you get out. So that's what you're really mm-hmm. finding. When you yeah. wrestle, you're like. Have you worked as hard as me? Yeah. Nope, you haven't. Okay. But it's like, not just guy. like the stupid work. It's like the cerebral stuff where yeah. you're, it's focused. It's consciously focused work. Yeah. Like it's not just the amount of hours. It's what you put into the hours that you put in. It's yeah. the, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like two to, it's like, it's, it's kind of like 
you know, there's like two levels to it. Yeah. And I mean, I was just getting starting to get into like a more, more strategy my senior year. That's Mm -hmm. why I was able to do better duck under. I was huge with the duck under and I would either push their back to the edge of the circle because you you can't get pushed out of the circle or what did you get like two warnings or something? I mean, yeah, basically like at the time the rule was like, if you get pushed out twice, like you get a stalling warning and then if you do it again, like you get a stalling like a point. So I would either do that or let them get my back to outside and then have them push straight into me to try and push me out. Either way, just fucking like just kind of manipulate them. Like, them. Yeah, yeah trying like, to get them to push on yeah, you so you can react. Yeah, and then hit that fucking way. duck under like every time. Yeah, classic setup. Shit like that, man. That was, nice. Or and I started shooting right off the whistle because nobody shot right off the whistle because everybody was expecting a shot right off the whistle. Yeah, like that was like the weird paradox. It was like, why doesn't anybody do that? It was like, well, because everybody expects it. And like, why do you expect it if no one does it? And it's like, well, because no one does it because everyone makes it. So if you just do it. Just right off the fucking yeah. first whistle, just shoot a shoot little right single. Yeah. Fucking, it was a lot it of time you get so it. Well. well, and also like that's probably the closest and like most flat-footed your opponent's gonna be for like most <laughs> of the time you're on their feet. If if they're gonna be competitive, like they're yeah. if they're super flat-footed, you're gonna be able to take them down super easy yeah. no matter what. But if they're like you know on their toes, the when you first start, especially if you know yeah. they're a little bit relaxed, like they're gonna be flat-footed. Yeah. You're gonna be able to probably get to the ankle. Yeah. So it's like. That is a really good strategy, especially if you don't do it every single time. If you do that's it every too, time, that's, that's like then they well, then they for sure they're like that guy. Yeah, yeah but if you do it like thirty percent of the time, yeah. it, it works great. It's a great percentage. Great. I, I would do it coming back from if we went out of bounds. I fucking got yeah. When from somebody's Dennis thinking Hall. about something else, I got that from Dennis Hall. The fucking sprint bag every time. Uh-huh. So I did that shit every time, trying to get in their head because they like milk it. They walk back and they try and catch their breath. Mm-hmm. But if you fucking run back and fucking are waiting for them, they're like Jesus fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, I fucking did that shit. Yeah, and then they'd be that all tired. He fucking hit it. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's a huge mental game. I think that's like probably the biggest thing. And like for me personally, like my skills wise, like it looked like I got really good skill wise, but I actually just like like my mental game like really turned the corner. Like I got a lot better. Like yeah. with just like myself, like talking to myself. Oh yeah. And even when I did struggle a little bit, like I know when I was like maybe like a junior. In high school, I, like, wasn't – I definitely just didn't have the season I thought I would. And I um, – like, it was all my mental, mental game. Thing, yeah. Like that, Like, looking back on it, it's like I, like I was not in a great mental place at all. And I was not talking to myself good. I did. I wasn't, like – like, I was overworking myself because I would, like my, – my confidence was all fucked up. You know? Sure, yeah. So I, instead of, like, when it was busy and I needed to recover – or, you know, when I have a train car, I needed to recover and it was, like, a meet tomorrow. Like, I would go and run, like – five or six miles like after you know practice so like that ability to be like all right i'm good and like talk to myself in a good way you know and just learn that it was like i don't know it was a huge step like in my life like it looked like it was just wrestling too but it was like i still used to this day thing for sure for sure all right well let's wrap that shit up i guess it's not we're still kind of in the middle of a conversation, but it's getting fucking late. Getting real late. Fucking so, yeah. going to call it for the day, do a little bit shorter one today. So, hope everybody's got a good fucking weekend. Get after it. Do what you can do to try and get ready for next week, but also relax. <laughs> try not to try. Sorry. Go with the flow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm high. Yeah, man. That's some good shit, man. All <laughs> right. All right. Fucking... Imagine Strum's playing the jaw harp right now. Yep. Okay. Fucking. So